All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Daily Faceoff Podcast comes courtesy of the Nation Network. Here's your host, Brock Segan, with Dylan D. Berthume and Michael Biebs Bondi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the DFO Fantasy Podcast morning report for Friday, November the 3rd. The DFO Fantasy Podcast is presented by Betway. If you're going to place a bet, bet on Betway. Please play responsibly. Ontario only must be 19 years of age or older. I'm your host, Brock Segan. We have a 12-game slate to break down from Thursday night, so let's jump right in. We will start at the top with the Columbus Blue Jackets, who hosted the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Blue Jackets came out victorious 4-2 as plus 135 underdogs. Kirill Marchenko returned to the Blue Jackets lineup and scored one goal on six shots. And the Columbus Blue Jackets top line continued their impressive play, with Boone Jenner scoring one goal and one assist. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau popped his first of the season on an empty net to cap the game off. Elvis Merzlikens stopped 27 of 29 for his third win of the season, snapping a three-game personal losing streak for him. Matt Tompkins allowed three goals on 27 shots and has now posted an 891 save percentage in his first two starts. Uh, the Lightning should continue to lean heavily on Jonas Johansson until Andre Vasilevsky is back. Steven Samkos had the best night for the Lightning. He had one goal, one assist on six shots. The Washington Capitals hosted the New York Islanders, and the Islanders came out victorious 3-0 as minus 120 road favorites. 
Semyon Varlamov stopped all 32 shots that he faced for his second consecutive shutout. He's been absolutely sensational in limited action so far this season, posting a sparkling 1.00 goals against average, 972 save percentage, and two shutouts in just three games. Scott Mayfield returned to the Islanders lineup last night. He had one assist, three shots on goal, and three blocked shots in 21 minutes and 21 seconds of time on ice. Brock Nelson had one goal and one assist, giving him five goals in nine games, putting him on a 46-goal pace for this season. That comes on the heels of back-to-back 35-plus goal campaigns for Nelson. The LA Kings went into Ottawa and won 3-2 as minus 109. Road favorites LAK once again got the job done by committee getting contributions from all four lines. Adrian Kempe though led the way with two assists and seven shots on goal. Cam Talbot stopped 24 of 26 shots to earn his fifth win of the season. Cam Talbot is now 5-2-1 and one with a 241 goals against average and 915 save percentage in his first seven starts with the Kings. I talked about in the preseason, I absolutely loved the draft day value of Cam Talbot. He was going uh, basically at the end of drafts. And I love the fact that the Kings are just a dominant 5v5 team, and we're going to give him plenty of opportunities to win games. And he's still just 58% owned, and to me is an absolute must-pickup if he's available in your league. Josh Norris scored yet again for the Senators, giving him four goals and two assists, six points in his first six games since returning from injury. Jacob Chikrin extended his point streak to five games with an assist. He's picked up points in seven of nine games so far this season, and on the season he has nine points in his first nine games. The Carolina Hurricanes were dumped by the New York Rangers 2-1. to one. The Rangers were minus 104. Um, it was about a toss-up in that one. Seth Jarvis, uh, breakout season continues, though, despite the loss for the Hurricanes. He scored his fifth goal of the season, and he now has 10 points, five goals, five assists in 11 games. This was a tight checking defensive game. Both goalies did their part. Shesterkin stopped 26 of 27 for the win, and now has won four straight while posting a 939 save percentage. Meanwhile, Frederick Anderson stopped 24 of 26 in the loss, but he's been absolutely terrific since returning from injury. Uh, he started the season with an 855 save percentage in his first three games, got injured, and since coming back, he's 2 1 and 0 with a 925 save percentage in his three games since that. The Red Wings hosted the Florida Panthers but lost 2-0. The Panthers were minus 123 favorites. The Panthers' dominance over the Red Wings continued on Thursday as they've now won 10 consecutive meetings with the Detroit Red Wings. Sergei Bobrovsky stopped all 22 shots that he faced for his first shutout of the season. And he's quietly put together a pretty solid start to the season going for 3-1 with a 2.51 goals against average and 9-12 saves. It's not great, but while there's other goaltenders struggling, Bobrovsky's been pretty decent so far, especially with all the injury concerns that the Panthers have dealt with early on. And after starting 5-1 and one, while averaging 5.0 goals per game, the Red Wings have now dropped four of their last five games and have only scored two goals per game over that stretch. The Boston Bruins hosted the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they were minus a 101 and won this game in a shootout, despite missing Charlie McAvoy, who is suspended, and Matt Grizzlick and Derek Forbert, who are both injured. Minus three of their best defensemen, the Bruin, uh, still pull out a shootout win over their Atlantic Division rival. The win moved the Bruins to 9-0-1, which is the second best record in the NHL. I gotta admit, I think I might have been wrong about the Bruins. They just continue to play terrific hockey 
Um, 9-0-1 have yet to lose in regulation. Jake DeBrusque and Pavel Zaka were the goal scorers for the Bruins. And Mason Lowry uh, looked great in his NHL debut. The 2020 second-round pick out of Ohio State University had one assist and three shots on goal in 21 minutes and 28 seconds time on ice. He looks like somebody who could stick around for the Bruins even after they get all of their injured and suspended defensemen back. Kevin Shattenkirk, just 2% owned, meanwhile, is worth a pickup to me if you need help on the blue line especially if you are someone who owns Charlie McAvoy. Uh, the Bruins, while they're without McAvoy and Grizzly, Shattenkirk was bumped to the top power play unit. He had three shots on goal, was held off the score sheet otherwise, but did play 21 minutes and 39 seconds in the win. And despite the loss, the Maple Leafs' big guns still turned in serviceable fantasy performances last evening. Austin Matthews, one goal, one assist, five shots. William Nylander, one assist and seven shots on goal. And then you have Mitch Marner with one goal on three shots. The Minnesota Wild hosted the... New Jersey Devils, the Devils came out on top 5-3 to three as minus 114 favorites. New Jersey's offense kept humming on Thursday. They've now won three uh, in a row and five of their last six and are second in the NHL in goals per 60 at 4.2. Jesper Bratt, one goal, three assists. He has now posted 18 points, seven goals, 11 assists in nine games this season. Now, while it's unlikely that his 31.8% shooting percentage and 18.8% on a shooting percentage are sustainable, it's fun to say that he is on pace for 64 goals and 100 assists, 164 points per 82 games. Uh, so to me, he's a great sell-high candidate right now. If you can land a top-end talent, I'm talking elite talents, you know, go after a Jason Robertson or something like that. Uh, if you, you can't get anything like that, then just hold on to Jesper Bratt and enjoy the ride. Jack Hughes picked up another two assists and now leads the NHL with 20 points through nine games. His brother Luke had an assist and five shots on goal and is now tied for second among rookies with seven points on the season. One goal, six assists. And Vitek Vanasek allowed three goals on 25 shots to earn his third straight win. His 3.21 goals against average and 893 save percentage are not pretty, but they've been good enough to start the season five and two thanks to the amazing goal support that he is getting from his New Jersey Devils teammates. The Dallas Stars were in Edmonton and won 4-3 as plus 134 underdogs. I told you to buy low on the Stars at the start of the week and then in the middle of the week uh, because they just hadn't played a lot of games and if people didn't realize that, then it was easy to take advantage of them. Uh, however, it looks like those days have come to an end because Rupe Hintz had two goals, one assist, and now has three goals, four assists in three games this week. Uh, 11 points in eight games on the season. Joe Pavelski also added three points with a goal and two assists and is over a point per game on the season with 10 points, four goals, six assists in nine games. Meanwhile, for the Stars, Matthew Shane extended his point streak to five games with a goal, giving him two goals, three assists in that five-game span. Sam Gagne made his season debut with the Oilers, scored two goals on five shots on goal, so welcome back, Sam Gagne. Uh, but both Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl were held off the score sheet for the Oilers. Meanwhile, the Edmonton Oilers have lost five of their last six games, only winning the Heritage Classic against the also-struggling Calgary Flames, and now sit 30th in the NHL with a 2 six and one record the only teams worse than them at the moment are the calgary flames and santo Jose sharks we will talk about them in a minute uh moving on here we've got the uh, seattle kraken and the nashville predators the kraken won four two as minus 120 home favorites the kraken got contributions from all sorts of different lines including their blue line their defensemen combined for two goals and two assists in the four to two win 
Philip Grubauer stopped 32 of 34 shots to earn his second straight win. He has posted a 9.30 save percentage in those games. So since Joey Decord started three straight, Grubauer has come back with two really, really solid performances. Tommy Novak and Roman Yossi were the Predators' goal scorers. Tommy Novak, who was one of my breakout picks this season, now has five goals in 10 games. The Vegas Golden Knights continued to roll. They won 5-2 as minus-126 home favorites against the Winnipeg Jets. The defending cup champs now sit atop the NHL with a 10-0-1 record. They, their top line was great again on Thursday. Uh, Marcia So scored a hat-trick. Ivan Barbashev had a goal and an assist. Meanwhile, Jack Eichel was somehow held off the score sheet, held pointless, but just two shots on goal as well. Alex Petrangelo had a multi-point game with two assists. Logan Thompson remains undefeated after stopping 29 of 31 shots to move him to 5-0-0 on the season. And Connor Hellebuck's roller coaster season continued as he's now lost two in a row while allowing seven goals on just 51 shots. That's an 8.63 save percentage. Kyle Connor and Alex Iafalo were the Jets standouts, each scoring one goal and one assist in the defeat. Arizona hosted the Montreal Canadiens and won 3-2 as minus-123 home favorites. The Coyotes continued to play well, moving to 5-4-1 on the season and 3-1-0 on home ice after Thursday's win. Nick Schmaltz still, I'm just going to keep talking about him, is just 37% owned despite picking up um, another couple of points last night. 10 points, 4 goals, 6 assists in 10 games. Again, scored two goals last night. Lawson Krause scored again last night, giving him three goals in his last two games. Last two nights, actually. And at 12%, he's solid banger league pickup right now. Uh, he's playing big minutes in the Coyotes' top six and is averaging a solid 1.8 shots and 1.6 hits per game so far. Despite his line mates getting on the score sheet yet again, Barrett Hayton somehow remains pointless through 10 games this season. He's playing like 20 minutes a night. Keller and Nick Schmaltz are going off. Barrett Hayton just cannot seem to get on the stat sheet. Montreal's third line continues to play well as Sean Monaghan scored a goal for the fourth consecutive game and Brendan Gallagher added one goal, one assist. Their underlying metrics have been terrific so far this season and if you have room for a strict center, Monaghan is certainly worth a pickup right now while he's playing over 20 minutes per game and seeing top power play usage. And the last game of the night... The Vancouver Canucks were in San Jose as minus 229 favorites and absolutely demolished the Sharks. They won 10 to 1. Yep, the Canucks actually scored 10 goals. I'm obviously not going to list all of their standouts because there were a lot, but here were the players who had at least three points on the night. Starting with Quinn Hughes, one goal, four assists, five points on the evening. He leads all defensemen and is tied for fourth overall in the NHL with 16 points this season. JT Miller had a goal and two assists. He also is tied for fourth in the NHL with 16 points on the season. And Brock Besser had two goals, one assist, giving him 13 points in 10 games. Lastly, Elias Pettersson added three helpers. And now he only trails Jack Hughes for most points in the NHL. Uh, Jack Hughes, as I mentioned, currently sitting at 20 points. Elias Pettersson sitting at 19. Thatcher Demko stopped 30 of 31 shots and has won four in a row while only allowing a combined four goals and posting a 9.50 save percentage. So, so long as he's getting good goal support, Thatcher Demko looks like an absolute steal in drafts so far this season. The Sharks are now winless in their first 10 games of the season, sitting at 0-9-1 on the year. And miraculously, they are last in the NHL in goals four at uh, 0.099, sorry, 
0.99 goals per 60 and 4.36 goals against per 60 last in both categories absolutely horrendous stuff from the san jose sharks who are trending as one of the worst teams in recent memory a couple injury updates from last night timothy lilligren left thursday's game with a lower body injury and he's expected to miss significant time couple centers injuries as well. Ridley Gregg left with a lower body injury. And uh, Mark Kastelik left with a lower body injury of his own. He's expected to miss a couple of games. Ridley Gregg, no real update on him. Lastly, Carter Hart is expected to miss some time with a mid-body injury. Cal Peterson was recalled. And Sam Erson, uh, him and Sam Erson are expected to split their Friday-Saturday back-to-back. Now let's turn our focus to tonight's games where we have just two games on this Friday slate. The Buffalo Sabres will host the Philadelphia Flyers. The Sabres are minus 175 at Betway, while the Flyers are plus 145. The Flyers are currently second in the NHL in all situations. Expected goals for percentage at 57.7. The only team better at the moment is the LA Kings, but they cannot get consistent goaltending from anyone other than Carter Hart. So with Hart out and Urson um, and Calvin Peterson as the two options, it's looking a little dicey, but still, I like the Flyers at plus 145 tonight. Ideally, you can get a little bit of a better number, maybe something closer to plus 150. Uh, they did outplay the Buffalo Sabres the other night, and if either Urson or Peterson can be average tonight for them, I think there's plenty of value at them at plus 145 or 150, ideally. you got to remember that they uh, were basically a toss-up in Philadelphia the other night, so uh, basically a 60-cent move here with the game shifting to Buffalo and Urson or Peterson expected to start instead of Hart. I think that's a bit of an overreaction to me. So I like the value you get on the Flyers at plus 150. And then the second game, you've got the St. Louis Blues at plus 125, hosting the New Jersey Devils at minus 150. Um, Again, ideally, you could probably get a better line than minus 150, but I do like the Devils tonight, even on a back-to-back. Akira Schmid will bounce back sooner rather than later, in my opinion, and uh, this is just not a very good Blues team. Somehow, they are worse than San Jose in terms of expected goals for per 60 uh, this season, sitting dead last in the NHL at just 2.41. They're also second last in actual goals scored. The only team worse is the San Jose Sharks. The Blues are uh, currently just 1.71 goals for per 60, so... This is as good of a matchup as you're going to get to get Akira Schmid back on track. So I expect the Devils' top line to stay red hot. Schmid to turn in a pretty decent performance. I like the Devils at minus 150. If I had to pick uh, a, a favorite of the two, I think I would lean uh, the, the Flyers bet. But I do like the Devils quite a bit as well. So anyways, that is going to do it for the DFO Fantasy Morning Report presented to you by Betway. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you back here on Monday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 